0: Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15 minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. Alright, welcome to episode 329. This is Daniel Meisler. Starting off with security news, CISA says Log4Shell was the most exploited vulnerability in 2021. Homeland Security's first bug bounty found 122 vulnerabilities, 27 of which were rated critical. Over 450 researchers participated and were paid a total of $125,000, which feels like it was 5 or 10 times too little. North Korea is targeting journalists with a sophisticated piece of malware called Gold Backdoor. The malware is being used to steal information about journalists' sources. Cisco Secure's J. Wolfgang Gerlick, Rebuilding Trust and Security Tools Why is Sam an area of unease for so many security officers? To make detection and response successful, we need tools capable of upscaling the practitioners as well as equipping them to be successful we need tools we can rely on. In this episode of Detection at Scale, we had an inspiring conversation with Jay Wolfgang Gerlich, advisory CISO at Cisco Secure. We discussed how trust is a determining factor for building in the security tools of the future and why so many CISOs lost trust in SEMS and what we can do to rebuild it. You can listen now by going to the link in the newsletter or going to the Detection at Scale podcast. A German wind turbine company says some of its IT systems were disabled during a cyber on April 11th. They say no turbine suffered any damage. The Wall Street Journal says it was ransomware and that it caused the company to lose control of over 2,000 of their turbines before they were able to restore their systems and gain control back. Cloudflare stopped a 15 million requests per second DDoS attack against a Cloudflare customer who runs a crypto launchpad Evidently, the attack only lasted around 15 seconds at that level. Still pretty nasty. Microsoft issued 128 patches for 145 CVEs this month, 10 of which were critical. Windows Common Log File System Driver has a critical vulnerability, currently being exploited in the wild. Cisco has updates for multiple products, up to and including control of the system and Chrome and Edge have critical patches. Synopsys purchases White Hat Security for $330 million. Congrats to Jeremiah Grossman also for the next one, Tenable Purchase Bit Discovery for $44.5 million in the attack surface management space. So in one week, Jeremiah's two companies were both purchased. Congrats on that one, my friend technology news. Elon Musk has successfully purchased Twitter for $45.20 a share. I'm actually optimistic about it. More on that later. Meta's Metaverse group lost $3 billion last quarter, but it actually brought in $695 million, which was higher than expected. Snapchat has released a flying selfie drone. It's called Pixie, and it's basically the drone version of a selfie stick. I won't be buying one, but I'm happy to see Snapchat still fighting in the fray. Human News, a new report says 90% of nurses are thinking about getting out of the profession within one year. That is frightening, 90%. The US economy shrunk by 1.4% in the first quarter of 2022. This is after it grew 5.5% in 2021 and 6.9% in the previous quarter. So we went from 6.9% growth. To 1.4% shrinkage. Content, ideas, and analysis. Why I'm not worried about Elon Musk buying Twitter. A short piece explaining why I'm optimistic about Elon's purchase of Twitter. So this is the link to the essay here, and it should be out as a standalone podcast episode as well. Automation versus good jobs. Wire just did a piece showing how only 8% of German manufacturing workers left their jobs, voluntarily or involuntarily, While the American number was 34%. The piece goes on to mention how Germany has just as much automation, but they have more benefits for workers, more protections, and they overall just make it easier and nicer to stay on as a worker in manufacturing. I do think this is just prolonging the inevitable, but I do like how Germany is doing it in a more humane way. A Twitter feature idea. So I have an idea for a Twitter feature. So imagine that Twitter can look at what you post, what you like, what you bookmark who you follow, and what you retweet, probably among other things. And of course, they can already do those things. But now imagine that each of those things are classified in some way, like 37% liberal or 81% intellectual or whatever. Now imagine that a primary option inside your profile is your CER or your content exposure ratio. So you get to pick between ideas you'll definitely like, stuff you'll definitely disagree with, and stuff that will challenge you. So it's not picking actual people or accounts, because you could do that now. It's letting Twitter pick them based on some open-source or otherwise-trusted classification system that's done on all content. So it knows what's left or right, and what's relatively neutral. And it could steer people in different directions based on their preferences. It wouldn't just be political spectrum stuff that it could be rating, but tons of attributes of the content, like sentiment, curiosity, science focus, art focus, music, whatever. So, basically, tagged content, but with strengths associated with those tags. And obviously, they wouldn't or shouldn't skew what you see without permission, but it would be able to if you asked. And that would be the whole point of it, actually. So, basically, quote, show me more art based stuff and more stuff in the center that will challenge my opinions politically. And if that person is super right or super left, it'll show them maybe some centrists who are widely read and respected that might help change their opinions. Thinking about this now, the tech would be challenging in itself, but the hard part might actually be finding people who want their opinions to be challenged. Note, I'm working on a cyber incident database that has the incident date, what happened, the source and target country, threat actor, if known, type of target, and the type of attack that it was. So it uses this really cool database from CSIS as the root of the content, but it doesn't have a lot of these other attributes, so it's adding those other attributes. And I intend to have it be crowdsourced. I think probably Google Docs and have a few vetted people be able to go in there and add the content for these other fields. And then I'll do a regular like daily or weekly export from the system into GitHub. So you could just download it and um, programmatically pull from it if necessary. And I wanna publish a bunch of stats based on it as well. I think this is just something that's been missing. Every time somebody wants to find out about incidents, it's pretty hard. You find very few and you try to piece them together into some sort of narrative for a slide. And I would just love to have that hosted on GitHub. So we've got to build it. Discovery, 103 bits of advice. I wish I had known. This is by someone named Kevin Kelly, who is turning 70. And these are fantastic. Prioritization as a superpower. What is Lab 126, Amazon's secret research facility? how I put my whole life into a single database. Quote, 90% of the software engineering being done today is integrating poorly documented API A with poorly documented API B, end quote. Maslow never proposed a pyramid. Cool things people do with their blogs. In the APT category, Lapsus, recent TTPs. And in the cloud security category, Cloud Goat. Rhino Security's AWS pen testing training tool now has a Lambda scenario. The recommendation of the week comes from the aforementioned 103 bits of advice. So this guy, Kevin Kelly, just turned 70. He published 103 wonderful pieces of advice. And I'm listing my favorite 10 for the recommendation of the week. Here they go. About 99% of the time, the right time is right now. Don't ever work for someone you don't want to become. Cultivate 12 people who love you because they are worth more than 12 million people who like you. Wherever there's an argument between two sides, find the third side. When you lead, your real job is to create more leaders, not more followers. Ask funders for money and they'll give you advice, but ask for advice and they'll give you money there's no such thing as being, quote, on time. You're either late or you're early. Your choice. Your best job will be one that you are unqualified for because it stretches you. In fact, only apply to jobs you are unqualified for. Don't bother fighting the old, just build the new. And the last one, the chief prevention against getting old is to remain astonished. And. Absolutely, you should read the whole list, which is here in the newsletter. And it is the public week, so everyone can get to it. And the aphorism for the week, life consists of what you think of all day. Life consists of what you think of all day. Ralph Waldo Emerson Unsupervised learning is produced and edited by Daniel Miesler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmiesler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.